Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sarikolia coming to you once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. Uh, welcome again. Uh, and today I want to discuss um, a a news that has been spreading around. Probably you have seen this on the different social media networks on Facebook, Twitter, place, uh, other places like that. About what DC is doing, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, playing homage to to the memory of, in this case, of Stanley. Uh, and throughout this week and everything that they release, uh, all the different comics that have been released at the comic book stores, uh, there is uh, at the back end of the last page, there is a pretty much a, uh, a homage to Stanley. Uh, in this case of a, uh, you know, it says uh, with all utmost respect from, from the distinguished competition. That's how he called uh, always, Stanley always called DC Excelsior. In memoriam, Stanley, 1922 to 2018. Um, the departure of Stanley, um, you know, pretty much uh, in November, really, really hit us really hard to a lot of people that grew up with Marvel Comics. Uh, not only my generation, but the generation before me, and perhaps even the generation that was even before that generation. Uh, many people have grow have grown with comics, and Marvel, uh, particularly Stanley, has been at the center stage of the you know of our you know upbringing you know in, in many ways. Uh, Marvel and DC has have always had this competition, this very healthy competition with each other. Of course, DC is the older company. Marvel pretty much was a the newcomer. Uh, for the longest, Marvel uh, really, you know, pushed the envelope in this industry to a point that he has become, of course, the the primary, uh, uh, the 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 play, the first one that the, the company that is at the forefront of comics, you know, even above DC, even though DC has done a lot of, uh, you know, great things in recent years in order to regain some momentum uh, in the in the market. Uh, Marvel is by far is uh, probably 45 percent of the sales are for Marvel. So Marvel really holds the market. Uh, and, you know, but everything started back in the day uh, when really Stanley uh, became pretty much part of what was timely comics that then uh, became Atlas comics that then became Marvel comics. It was in the 50s. When actually DC was the one that um, pretty much made uh, the superhero genre very popular. Uh, comics have always been an evolving, uh, you know, uh, medium. You know, there's always been uh, many different variations of comics. You know, you have romance comics, you have Pulp Fiction, you had... Uh, you know, black and white horror uh, comics. You had a, uh, you know, a, you know, sci-fi comics. You had Western comics. So there's been a, a wide array of, of comics books. Uh, before the the Second War in the in the 30s, and in the 40s, superhero stories were very, very, very popular. But of course, they saw a decline after the Second War. There was a decline of superhero uh, stories. It was DC Comics 
that really uh, brought this back uh, through Flash in the 50s and also through through other mediums that they were became very popular. So Marvel Comics was new and they needed something with power. And of course, uh, Stan Lee was very young and he created the Fantastic Four. Uh, the Fantastic Four was actually the first superhero family of Marvel Comics, but it was based on a, a, a curvy story, a superhero team called The Challenges of the Unknown that was published prior by DC Comics. So there's always been this, uh, I would say, healthy competition between these companies. So uh, definitely the, the fact that they've always been pretty much at each other, you know, competing with each other, taking inspiration from each other really speaks volumes of the, you know, pretty much of the impact of, I would say, uh, first of all, of comics, but most importantly, I, think, I would say the impact of Stanley, because I don't think that without Stanley. Uh, Marvel would not be what it is right now without the man, you know, without his creations and without his uh, input into it. I know a lot of people might disagree. Or a lot of people might feel that Stanley, uh, <coughs> I'm sorry for the coughing again, uh, might feel that it was actually uh, that, you know, Scurvy's uh, influence that really cemented Marvel Comics. But in reality, yes, it was Kirby, but it was Stanley's writing that defined defined the, the comic book stories and really defined the way Marvel handled business. It was the way he wrote. He brought characters uh you know from uh, to human likeness in the sense of their not only their physical attributes but more importantly about their persona their character the the not only the, the emotional traits that really distinguishes people their superheroes were flaw their characters were these characters were flaw and uh he he made sure that they were relatable and that was the great part of marvel comics that really changed everything you know characters like hulk characters like thor Iron Man, the X-Men, you know, uh, in contribution with Bill Everett with Daredevil, Steve Ditko, the Doctor Strange, and then Spider-Man, you know, the Avengers, the Submariner. You see uh, the contributions the that he did to Captain America. All of this stuff really defined pretty much what the comic book stories would be. And it was, of course, the contribution of Stanley. <coughs> we cannot say, <coughs> sorry again. Really trying to get over this cough, but uh, it's been a bit tough. Um, you know, taking all the medication, but um, it was really Stanley and and really seeing the contribution, really seeing what um Stanley did, um, really really inspired people, generations, to really uh, create and to be you know innovators, and in, not only in this medium but in arts and entertainment. In many ways, um, it's definitely felt um, the departure of Stanley. Uh, he's always going to be missed. Uh, he's always going to be loved. It's going to be the deniers. It's going to be the, the the nicers, the ones that they don't care much about him. There's always going to be some of them, uh, but there's always going to be the, the 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 pretty much the army of fans that they love him to death and they will defend him to death. And I include myself into this group. He was the man. He, he he made a difference. He created an impact in comics. Uh, I would not say that if you, I would say, I would dare to say that if you, you know, comics would not be today the way they are. We will not have the, the franchises that we enjoy today, even in movies or video games, without his contribution to the medium. It was him 
when his creations, when his fervor, when his the, you know passion for 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 this medium that he really pushed Marvel through all these generations from the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Uh, even now, you know, with everything that he has done, because he was a visionary, he saw the potential in this medium and he ran with it, you know. And I think, you know, every drink that he had when he was young, he wanted to be a writer, uh, you know, a novel writer. And he never got to see that. I think he did more as a comic book creator and as a visionary person than he could have ever done or accomplished as a writer. And so that really reminds us that sometimes our dreams are not as you know, we what we think of us sometimes is not what we do, what we dream to accomplish. Sometimes what we do that makes the difference. And I think he made a difference for many people's lives. He was there. You know, our countless stories of things that he said and things that he did for children, for people, you know, for the entire community. He pushed the envelope in many ways. His comics did, you know, even against the authority code, you know, the court authority in order to kind of, you know, to really bring to the forefront elements into comic books that has to do with race, that has to do with segregation, had to do with, you know, with, you know, feminist, you know, feminism, you know, about rights for people. He was always social in his comic. There's a lot of commentary in his stories and he was part of it. He pushed that, you know, having, you know, black superheroes, you know, they have diversity in superheroes. He was there, you know, and he was never really pushing it. Like, you know, sometimes I feel that nowadays, sometimes people try to push all that in your face. He wasn't like that. He, he was respecter of people. And his stories reflected that it was about, you know, really bringing people together. And I would say that any kid in America or any kid in the world, whether it was black, white, Hispanic, uh, Asian uh, or any other race, I think they all felt connected to these characters beyond any difference of color or race. You know, when I saw Peter Parker or when I saw, you know, Ben Grimm, I never saw him as, you know, white people. I saw him as characters that they reflect my personality, all the things that I went through or suffer as a kid. And I think every kid can can relate to that, you know, because you didn't see him as such. They were just Ben Grimm. They were just Peter Parker. And I feel that it was, um, in this case, Stan Lee's uh, uh, way of creating these characters to make it so realistic that make the difference. So I'm very glad that DC decide to really, uh, you know, pay homage uh, and really pay, uh, you know, give gratitude to one person that really kept this industry going. And I think that comics would not be comics today the way they are if it wasn't for him, because it was his competition. It was him creating those characters that also pushed DC in a new dimension. And there's always been this healthy competition between DC and Marvel. And it has to do a lot with the way stories were created. And at the forefront, at the center of everything, has always been Stanley and always was Stanley. He's truly missed and he will always be missed. Um, I don't think that no one can be like him uh, in that sense. You know, in that sense, you know, he was one, a unique. And I don't think anyone can replicate or can be what the way he was. He was just a unique person that he will be always, always remembered by, you know, by legions of fans like myself. So kudos to DC for doing this and, you know, kudos for any fan and kudos to, uh, you know, for all the people that were truly blessed, uh, uh, enjoying the life and the legacy of Stanley. So what are your opinion? Are you, 
you a fan of Stan Lee? What is what is your do you have any fun memories to share? I would like to hear many fun memories that you may be encounter visiting uh Stan Lee at one of the cons and you know talking a picture taking a picture with him. I would like to hear it. I never had the opportunity or the blessing unfortunately to really see the person and see him in real person. Have the opportunities, but I miss him many times. But uh, you know, which I regret. But I would like to hear your experiences. Please uh, share share those below, and I would like to talk to you about that. So, uh, once again, thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Don't forget the key notification button. Um, you know, and um, share the podcast and uh, consider just supporting this channel. You can check my uh, Patreon account. The links are are below. Uh, so, once again, God bless you, and have a good weekend. Talk to you again. Bye bye.